Hollywood Romances. Peter Bogdanovich and Sybil Shepherd. Written and narrated by Brad Carty. In the late 1960s, Hollywood was in crisis mode. Color television in the home was now the rule, not the exception, and a growing youth culture was decidedly uninterested in the movie star-led epic or musical that had been the industry's surefire formula for box office success in years past. After a string of flops, several studios were on the verge of bankruptcy. Some were even selling their studio lots, props, and costumes to stay afloat. Then, in 1969, an independent movie that cost around $400,000 to make grossed over $60 million worldwide when released. The film was Easy Rider, and it was the opening salvo in the takeover of Hollywood by young filmmakers. One of those young filmmakers was a New York actor and journalist named Peter Bogdanovich, born in 1939. After studying acting with legendary coach Stella Adler, he directed some theater productions and sought acting work. But in the 1960s, he found his interests gravitating towards film history, particularly Hollywood's golden age of the 1930s through 1950s. He began writing about classic films for Esquire magazine and helped program screenings at the Museum of Modern Art eventually writing monographs on directors John Ford, Howard Hawks, Alfred Hitchcock, and Orson Welles, all of whom he later interviewed on film about their careers. Bogdanovich and Welles eventually became close friends, with Welles serving as the younger man's mentor and advisor in his early years in Hollywood. By now married to an aspiring production designer named Polly Platt, Bogdanovich decided he wanted to direct films, and the couple moved to Los Angeles. Once there, he continued meeting and befriending directors and movie stars from the classic era, and soon was given a chance to write, direct, and co-star in a B-movie starring Boris Karloff for Roger Corman. Karloff owed Corman four days' work from an earlier contract, so Bogdanovich needed to shoot all of the horror star's scenes in that time frame. The film, called Targets, was the first film to explore the subject of mass shootings and got a lot of favorable notices from film critics. This led to an offer to direct a film for the new Hollywood production company BBS, which had released Easy Rider and Five Easy Pieces. Bogdanovich and his wife Polly Platt were searching for a subject when Polly made two very consequential suggestions. The first concerned the source material. She had read Larry McMurtry's novel, The Last Picture Show, based on his youth in rural 1950s Texas, and convinced her husband to direct it. One of the central characters in the novel was a beautiful, flirty, and ultimately destructive teenaged girl named Jacy. One day, while waiting online together to pay for their groceries, Polly noticed a magazine with a fresh-faced blonde model on the cover. That's Jacy, she told Peter, who sought out the model to audition her for the role. The model was named Sybil Shepherd, and she got the part, to Polly Platt's later regret.
Sybil Shepard had no acting experience, and Bogdanovich spent a lot of time coaching her. This quickly turned into an affair, which made things difficult on set, particularly since Polly Platt was the production designer for the film and was present a good deal of the time. She assumed that the affair would run its course and that Peter would not destroy their marriage and his relationship with their two young daughters to be with Sybil. Bogdanovich remained in the family home during and after the filming, but he and Sybil continued to see each other. Upon its release, the last picture show was praised by most critics, and Bogdanovich was hailed as an exciting and talented new director. The film made money and was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Supporting Actress. It won both of the supporting acting awards for Ben Johnson and Cloris Leachman. Peter Bogdanovich was now the hottest director in Hollywood, and he quickly began the most successful period in his professional life. His next project was an updated remake of Howard Hawks's screwball comedy classic Bringing Up Baby, which Bogdanovich turned into a movie starring Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neill called What's Up, Doc? This was a huge success at the box office, as was his next film, Paper Moon, starring O'Neill and his young daughter, Tatum, who subsequently won the Best Supporting Actress Oscar for her work in the film. The movies were made in collaboration with Polly, who was the production designer for both. However, as successful as their working relationship was, their marriage was falling apart. Peter and Sybil had continued their affair, and after Paper Moon, the Bogdanovich-Platt marriage ended in divorce. Now free to be seen in public together, Bogdanovich and Shepard were soon being photographed at parties, appearing on talk shows together, and celebrating their love while conveniently ignoring the cost to Polly and the Bogdanovich daughters. At one point, Cary Grant, who was friendly with Bogdanovich, called him and told him to stop telling everyone how happy and in love he and Sybil were. When Peter asked him why, Grant replied, Because most people aren't happy and in love, and they resent people who are. When Bogdanovich impishly asked, But I thought everybody loved the lover, Cary Grant responded, Don't you believe it? Grant was not wrong. The relationship was a bit too blatant and in-your-face for a lot of America, and other directors in the film industry felt no small amount of jealousy over the newcomer's three-in-a-row hits and insufferable smug infatuation with his leading lady. The great writer-director Billy Wilder remarked, quote, It isn't true that Hollywood is a bitter place divided by hatred, greed, and jealousy. All it takes to bring everyone together is a flop by Peter Bogdanovich, end quote. Those flops were soon to come. Bogdanovich and Shepard's second collaboration, following Paper Moon, was a film version of Henry James's novel Daisy Miller. Filmed in Europe, the movie was a critical and commercial flop, with critics being particularly savage in their comments about Sybil's performance as the eponymous heroine. The couple tried again with a musical of Cole Porter's standards called At Long Last Love. Shepard was paired in the film with Burt Reynolds, at that time the top box office star in the world. Unfortunately, Reynolds was not a good singer. This was made worse 
by Bogdanovich's insistence that the musical numbers be filmed live, rather than lip-synced to a pre-recorded track. The film went over budget and was another huge failure at the box office. Undaunted, Bogdanovich produced an album of Sybil singing songs from the film called Sybil Does It to Cole Porter, which also met with critical drubbing and disastrous sales. Perhaps deciding that their professional teaming was too toxic at this point, Bogdanovich made his next film without Shepard. Entitled Nickelodeon, it co-starred Ryan O'Neill and Burt Reynolds in a comedy about the earliest days of the film industry. Once again, the film failed critically and commercially, and at this point it was generally agreed that Peter Bogdanovich was finished in Hollywood. He wouldn't make another film for three years. Throughout these difficult years, Bogdanovich and Shepard had remained a couple, although Sybil did have a brief fling with Elvis Presley during a period when she had returned to their mutual hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. Yet through the good and bad times, they had never married, although they lived together most of the time, and for two years had an impoverished Orson Welles as a housemate. Shepard had much more success as an actress for other directors than with Bogdanovich. She played the female lead in Elaine May's The Heartbreak Kid and had a major role in Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver. In the aftermath of The Last Picture Show, Playboy magazine had published screen captures of a nude scene Shepard had done in the film in their annual Sex in Cinema issue. Shepard was enraged by this and sued the magazine for using her image without her permission. The two parties eventually reached a settlement. Instead of paying Sybil monetary damages, Playboy agreed to help finance the next Peter Bogdanovich film. He had decided to make a movie out of a novel by Paul Thoreau called St. Jack, about a pimp in Singapore during the Vietnam War. Playboy owned the rights to the novel. Bogdanovich and star Ben Gazzara filmed on location in Singapore, and Bogdanovich played a supporting role as a CIA agent who enlists Jack Flowers, played by Gazzara, in a scheme to blackmail a visiting U.S. senator. During the shoot, Bogdanovich began an affair with a local actress he had hired to play Gazzara's girlfriend in the film. When news of this reached Sybil Shepard, the love affair she and Bogdanovich had sustained for nearly a decade came to a sudden end. She quickly married a local Memphis entertainer and car salesman in Memphis, had a daughter with him named Clementine, and divorced him four years later. Sybil had a second marriage, resulting in two other children, from 1987 to 1990. Nonetheless, her relationship with Peter Bogdanovich was far from finished. <laughs> 